you're listening to Friar Side Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller, here with Father Mike um, on this beautiful day. Salve. Salve. I thought I'd start in Latin. Yes, yes, we're kicking off in Latin because today we're talking about... Okay. Go ahead. Here we go. Here the adventure begins. Emma speaking Latin. Speaking Latin. Um, Gaudete et exultate. How'd that go? That is so good. Yeah? Yeah. How would you say it? Same way? Same way. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's a dead language anyway, so, you know. Please. It is the official language of the Roman Catholic Church. Well, that's true. But... Did you ever study Latin? No. No? Mm Mm-mm. Spanish all the way through. I got you. And not much to show for it. (laughs) (laughs) She can order at Taco Bell. (laughs) Woohoo! I think I could survive if I were dropped off um, in a Spanish-speaking country. Yeah, you could go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And the library. That's right. And you could say, it's cold. (laughs) Or it's hot. Oh, boy. But you would not do well in, uh, in ancient Rome. No. No. No, um, right. I would I would struggle. You know, Father Mike always makes fun of me because I I don't make fun. Well, um, go ahead. The, what do I make fun of long, you? <laughs> the big long reading in the Easter Vigil. Yes, I can't say that right. The exultet. I always want to say exultet. Ex- yeah. Exultet. Okay. Okay. It's it's very cl- similar to this. That's correct. Okay. So what does this mean? What does it mean in English? Rejoice and be glad. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Like it. Boom. Okay, okay. So what we're talking about here, folks, is um, Pope Francis's most recent apostolic exhortation. That's correct. Quick sidebar, what is the difference between an apostolic exhortation and like a papal encyclical? Great question. Uh, the There are degrees of communication mm-hmm. that uh, can come from the church. Mm-hmm. And the differing degrees uh, witness to the level of importance mm. or the degree to which we are bound by its contents. Okay, okay. So I would, in layman's terms, mm-hmm. put an ex- exor- pardon me, a, an apostolic exhortation mm-hmm. as a papal pep talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. It's, it's an encouragement. It's the Holy Father wanted to get a message out there yeah. that's... That's beyond just his regular homilies, mm-hmm. his regular talks, which, you know, work that way, but a more specific and a lengthier um, pep talk about mm-hmm. a particular topic. Mm-hmm. And this one happens to be based on everyday holiness. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. Um, I I think I'd read some little things about it. You know, it came out in March of this year. Mm-hmm. So it's been a little while. Um, but I think sometimes anything like this comes out. I, like, go and see it and, like, look at the length of it and I'm intimidated. Or even, honestly, the Latin title just is kind of like, this is going to be a little bit too academic for me. But then reading this, it was so easy. Yeah. Like, I don't know if all the popes wrote in this kind of everyday language, but honestly, you guys, this is, like, it's such an easy thing to read and it actually is very encouraging. No, you're absolutely right. And and I... I have to think some, or I, I actually believe that some of it is just the style of the particular pope. For oh, example, okay. uh, you know, everyone raves over St. John Paul II's mm-hmm. right, brilliant guy. Yeah. I just found reading him 
very difficult. <laughs> I just, it, I did. More Whereas, than Benedict? No, Pope Benedict, I found very easy to read. Hmm. And I, I Wasn't I, he more of like a scholar? Yeah, I, I mean, not more of a scholar, certainly a scholar. I, maybe it was just his, the, the tone or his, yeah. you know, I, I have a little German in me or something like that. But, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, this document in particular, yeah. I mean, it would be somewhat counterintuitive if the Pope's trying to write something about everyday holiness and he writes it in a style that everyday people couldn't get their hands around, you know, so it is written in a very accessible style. Mm -hmm. So you're right. I I would encourage our listeners if they have never read uh, a a papal document, this will be a good starter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, you recently finally read through the whole thing. Um, while you were on vacation yes. in Mexico. So what was that like reading this, you know, papal pep talk on the poolside or yeah. on the beach? You know, it was, um, it was great. I, um, so you were with a bunch of brother priests. That's right. So it was, uh, actually, I think I've, I had been, I had gotten about halfway through it before I okay. went away. So I was able to, um, you know, to do the rest, uh, pretty quickly and, I, you know, I, I found it refreshing, you know, yeah. I just, um, in particular, um, you know, some of the ways in which he, you know, he talks about the saints next door, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the people, the ordinary people in our lives who have loved in extraordinary ways. And, um, and so I, I, I also think, you know, he, he finds a way to, to call out, uh, some of the, errors of the day, mm-hmm. you know, in particular, he, you know, he points out uh, contemporary Gnosticism and contemporary Pelagianism, which are two old heresies that uh, the one thing about heresy is that it, it's never old. It's always, you know, it's, there's always <laughs> someone, a, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, you know, trot it out again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I found that to be uh, pretty compelling as well. So, um, you know, I actually... I did feel like the like there was the last chapter didn't speak to me as much as the earlier ones did on uh, it was spiritual combat you know I just mm. I don't know that for me wasn't as um, not as compelling for you yeah but well, a lot of our students really appreciate that type of language that around language, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. right so maybe they'll find it engaging mm-hmm. so a brief synopsis of this would be that Pope Francis is encouraging everyone in the church to this universal call of holiness right. and how to live out everyday holiness sure. um, in a practical way for our own time and current, you know, situations. Right. I mean, I, I think um, picking up on some theme, a theme from Vatican II that was very mm-hmm. prevalent about the, you know, that Vatican II underscored the universal call to holiness, that holiness wasn't just for priests and religious mm-hmm. or, or just, you know, some saintly statue types mm-hmm. you know but rather all of us are yeah. called in whatever our state of light state of life we're all called uh, to holiness and so yeah. um, what I think Pope Francis's uh, exhortation here does is it gives specifics on how to achieve that in the ordinariness of everyday life mm-hmm. and in particular you know he has a whole chapter on the Beatitudes yeah which um, you know, he just highlights as, hey, you know, and it was what I thought was interesting in, in that particular chapter mm-hmm. was um, after he would talk about, you know, one particular beatitude, he would end that paragraph with uh, the line that said, for example, 
being poor of heart, and then there was a colon, and he'd say, that is holiness. And so each one of the Beatitudes, mm. he said, doing that is holiness. Is holiness mm. you know? And so he described in, in very ordinary and concrete ways that the Beatitudes get lived out by you and me. Yeah. And he, he labels that very appropriately, holiness. Mm. And so mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, for many of us who can recite the Ten Commandments by heart, but certainly can't recite the Beatitudes Beatitudes by heart, it's a good challenge to say, hey, this is a path to holiness that that I've got to embrace more, that's far more proactive than, you know, the the Ten Commandments, which tend to be a little bit more. um, What if you chose, like, one Beatitude as, like, your motto for the year or like mm, you know how about that that would be really interesting that would be really great yeah we could we could do something like that that could be really you cool know? which mm-hmm. one would you start with mm, the question is do i start with where i'm worst or do i go for a, a like a middle of the road right, this is, is going to be difficult this, but doable right, is this going to be self-revelatory when you pick one yeah um gosh Maybe, maybe merciful. I'm falling asleep here. My gosh, come on. <laughs> maybe merciful. Just I can be, a, I can be kind of judgmental in my heart mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that would be a really, that's something I've been praying for kind of sure. a lot lately. Just, you know, when there's folks who get under my skin, how do I see them the same way that Jesus sees them? How can I? You know, and beautifully, you know, Pope Francis would say, as you do that, that's holiness. As you try. As you try. That's holiness. Yeah. As you're working on that, that's holiness. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. uh, and and so encouraging us, each and every one of us, to to select a, a beatitude that for us really needs to be more enfleshed. Mm-hmm. And how can I how can I make that more real today? Mm-hmm. Um, or pick one a week, you know, every two months, you know, you're going through them again. Yeah. You know, that, that could be a that great be reflection. Really cool. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so highly, Father Mike highly recommends the Beatitudes section. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I mean, he gives so many great examples throughout the whole thing of just ordinary holiness. And then, of course, he also, you know, he shows great examples and witness from the saints, too. But I just, it's early on um, when he talks about just this one woman in her daily life. You know, she meets someone at the grocery store and they talk and then they start to gossip and then in her heart she's like nope I'm not going to do this he's like that's holiness when she goes home and she's exhausted but her kid wants to talk to her about something stupid they saw on TV and so she listens patiently that's holiness Mm -hmm. and when she's anxious she like pulls out her rosary and prays that and like that's holiness I just really every every situation in your day is an opportunity for holiness I don't think I think about it in that way no I I agree and I, I think Unfortunately, um, we we may not preach enough about the ordinariness of holiness, and in mm. fact, maybe in in our church, and I think we do maybe some of the opposite. We make holiness this um, incredibly um, uh, I don't know Mount Everest like climb, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think what the Holy Father does well in this particular document is he points out two ways in which the church um, struggles sometimes not to really 
emphasize the ordinariness of mm. holiness. And what he points out are these two, um, um, you know, what he calls the subtle en enemies oh, of yeah, holiness, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. that maybe aren't so subtle after all these two heresies. Uh, the first, you know, Gnosticism is, um, you know, there's a current in our church at times that he's, he's directly um, calling out, mm -hmm. you know, and it's um, they th folks that sort of are proposing this kind of think that um, that their explanations of the faith mm -hmm. can um, can make the entirety of the gospel message perfectly comprehensible. You mm -hmm. know that that and and therefore we should be trying to know it all. And, you know, I think what he's saying is it unduly exalts knowledge mm. and it creates this sort of high bar in in faithfulness yeah. that many people don't have the education yeah. for. You know, I mean, yeah. half the world mm -hmm. is below average, yeah. you know, like, right. So, you know, and if perfect knowledge of right, theology is, if, exactly, and all exactly. this stuff is required for That's holiness, right. then, you know, most of the world out. is done. Yeah, 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 five six of the right, world. Right, right, and and the other, you know, sort of um, odd duck in this is, you know, Pelagianism. You yeah, know, and that? we can earn salvation uh, without grace uh, by our own free will. Mm. You know that um, it's I just gotta, and you know, in the U.S. we struggle with this a little mm. bit. It's that I pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Mm -hmm. You know that I don't really need God's grace. It's all it's all about me and my choices, mm -hmm. you know, and so what can happen is there there becomes this obsession with the law or an absorption uh, uh, or obsession with, you know, the um, social and political advantages. He talks mm -hmm. a little bit about that or this is a, a direct quote. I love this. And I, I appreciate it. He says uh, a punctilious concern for church liturgy. Mm. I love that word, punctilious. <laughs> punctilious. You know, and people who sort of fall into that sort of category are are thinking that our efforts hmm. are what make us holy yeah. rather than it's God's grace yeah. that makes us holy. You know, yeah. all of the all of our actions are are presume God's graceful work already within us, yeah. you know? And so, um, you know, he, he uses a quote from St. Augustine where he's, when he's talking about this contemporary Pelagianism, he says, well, Augustine said, it's not then that God commands the impossible, but in commanding, he admonishes you to do what you're able mm. and to pray for what you cannot, mm. you know? So, Living in the shoes of the everyday woman or man mm -hmm. who needs God's grace um, to uh, to live into God's grace. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, I think that he points those out to us um, are, are great. It's a great foundation upon which we can say, I don't have to know everything yeah. and I don't have to do everything on my own, on my own. you mm -hmm. know, that holiness, those aren't the prerequisites mm -hmm. at all. And I think that's a, that's a good reminder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that? Um, I mean, maybe it's a little trite, I don't know, but that saying like pray, like it all relies on God, but work as if it all relies, it on, all you. relies on you or whatever. Yeah. 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 I really, yeah, because 
I think some people are like, well, how do I, I can't just pray and expect everything to happen. That's not what Jesus wants. He wants you to, you know, right. be working, um, but trusting in his providence. Sure. Whatever. I, I, I even think in prayer life, you know, I know people that will say to me, I really struggle to pray to God in need. Mm, yeah. That I, I, and then I also have people that will, you know, say, gosh, that's the only time I pray to God. And they feel bad <laughs> about that, you know, that, and mm-hmm. I say, you know, prayer is a grace as well. Yeah. So whatever your prayer is, know that that's God at work mm-hmm. in you and and rejoice in it. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, try and cultivate that other dimension. Yeah. But don't, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we talked about, um, you know, kind of this idea of everyday holiness and what are some uh, enemies of that. Um, and the Beatitudes, did you, I kind of liked when he specifically outlined the signs of holiness right. in today's world. Yeah, yeah. I thought some of those were just, I don't know, they struck me. Sure. I And typical of him, I loved that I think there were five of them. Mm-hmm. One of which was three a sense of a oh. sense of humor. Oh yeah, joy you know? and a joy sense and a of sense humor. of humor. I know. You know, so true yes. and so underappreciated yes. in the spiritual journey. But he makes some really great points about how joy and a sense of humor mm-hmm. uh, reflect God's goodness in our lives. You know, and yeah. come on. Is it good news or is it not? Right. Like, right. I yeah, I have known folks who um, it kind of seemed like. If you weren't serious right. at all times right. about faith things, you were not. That's that's not right. You right. need to be like deadly serious right. at all times. But right. no, like Get there that should smile be a joy. Your face. Yeah. And if you ever hope to bring the good news to other people or share Jesus, it's the joy right. that like joy of Jesus' presence in your life that's gonna convict their hearts. Sure, you would hope. It's not you telling them these cool theology things you learned. Right. I think the other uh, sign of holiness that he points out that I think is noteworthy is uh, he talks about um, doing it in community. Mm -hmm. You know, that we're not on this journey by ourselves, but rather we're with each other. In fact, the Sunday's Gospel, or I'm not sure when this is airing, but one of the Sundays this summer, (laughs) you know, talks about going out two by two, Yeah. you know, and, and I, I think we, again, maybe in our uh, American culture where there's a strong, rugged individualism, Mm -hmm. um, I think we don't uh, reflect enough upon the role that others play in my spiritual journey, Mm -hmm. in particular married couples, you Mm -hmm. know, I try and when I'm working with couples in their marriage prep, you know, try and help them to see that, you know, their spouse is their partner to heaven. You know, mm. that this is the person that's going to walk you to Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And so do you take that responsibility for the other to accompany them to Christ, in Christ, mm-hmm. uh, in the spirit? Uh, and are you willing to be led by your partner as well? You know, so yeah. it's a, you know, you're a follower and a leader in mm-hmm. some ways as you journey together. So that sense of, I don't have to do this by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And then, of course, there was the 
the prayer, which he says in constant prayer yeah. being another sign. Yeah. Um, which can be a little off-putting, the mm-hmm. thought of constant prayer. Yeah. But I think more to his point in that sense of ordinariness is finding prayerful moments in in so much of life, mm-hmm. which I, I think is a, you know, is a good thing. It's not, you know, saying I have to pray for six hours on my knees. It's, yeah. it's recognizing, you know, that uh, God is um, alive and well in my life as I'm working, as I'm playing, mm-hmm. as I'm sleeping, as I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah. And I feel like the key theme theme running through all of this is to be yourself mm-hmm. and be the unique brand of holiness that God wants you to be. Right. Like, you do not need to try to be like X, Y, or Z. Right. Although, you know, they're great witnesses and mm-hmm. they can help you to figure out what's maybe a good, like, path for you for mm-hmm. holiness. But, like, you're meant to do and be your own mm-hmm holy person, right. which I think is encouraging. You don't can, have to measure yourself up. Can I ask you a, uh, a question that puts you on the spot a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this the first papal document that you read front to back? Um, yes. I have read big chunks of, um, oh gosh, now I can't remember. The that name. one, yes. The, um, big chunks of it. Evangelii Gaudium. Okay. Yes. I've read chunks of that from like working with our small groups because that's sure. all about evangelization mm-hmm. and sharing the good news. But yeah, this is the one that I, yeah. And would you say for our listeners who maybe similarly have not read one? Oh, this is the best one to start with. Amen. By far. Amen. Really, really, really easy to read. Very encouraging throughout. Real world examples and inspirational examples from saints too, but yeah, so good. Get on so it. So good. Get on it. We Let's will, go. of course, share the link in the show notes sure. to the thing and then um, to, to the thing. Sorry. To the actual document. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> the things. Sorry, Pope Francis, really? your thing that your you thing, did in Whatever March. it was. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll share the link to the actual document as well as some other um, resources for like reflection and further thinking. So, but yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Thank um, you. This is so good. I hope Pope Francis puts out some more stuff. Come on. Get with it, Pope. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for joining us for another awesome episode of Friarside Chats. Feel free to email us anytime with any thoughts, suggestions you might have, or questions. You can email me directly at erm13 at duke.edu. For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. Thanks, Father Mike. Thank you, Emma. How do we say goodbye in Latin? Salve. Oh, it's the same. For... Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. All right. Salve, <laughs> friends. <laughs> See you guys next time on Friarside Chats.